0: Welcome to A to Z Sports. I'm Zach Bingham. He is Jack Gentry. This is A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGN, our title sponsor. Got to thank them. Shout out to that promo code, the king of the sports book. Download the app today. And we got to thank our presenting sponsors. They make our lives a lot easier. They make your lives a lot easier, including Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've made my life a lot easier when I was sick. I'm glad I had Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can visit FBHP.com slash A to Z. And look at your plan and get a quote today. Also, the Bone and Joint Institute don't fumble on your recovery. They got a state of the art facility down there in Franklin, plus satellite locations all across Middle Tennessee. Visit the Bone and Joint Institute for your aches and pains. If your shoulder, knee, hip doesn't matter, if you're having problems, visit the Bone Institute. Abona Joint Institute, and also Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai has your perfect make and model. We broadcasted there last week. Great, great spot. They've got the inventory, and they can order vehicles for you right there. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, Jack, before we officially get this thing started, I do have to pay off a magic bucket promise from last week. I didn't do this Friday because it was really hot outside and we were broadcasting on Friday from Wilson County Hyundai. But I was asked by the Magic Bucket to wear a toboggan
1: for mm. today's
0: show. So I have I brought a toboggan all the way from Nashville. I'm in Dallas currently. And I think Titans fans are going to like my toboggan because it is the ode to
1: Air McNair. Ooh, little hang tin for you.
0: Hang 10. So I'm going to put this bad boy on. <laughs> <laughs> With my mustache, I definitely um look a little different. Or yeah, do, I, yeah, do no. I pop this up a little bit? I gotta, I gotta make sure I that it
1: looks right. I don't think you're gonna be allowed within a hundred feet of a playground. Uh <laughs> <walking> around, <missing laughs> <like that. laughs>
0: Well, uh I am over 25 years old so that probably hurts me, but uh CBS put out a article that Jack you actually wrote about on azsports.com and it is entitled the CBS article Top 25 Players 25 and under Justin Herbert headlines 2022 stars four QBs, six wide receivers make the list now a former titan wide receiver made this list but a current titan made this list as well and we start with big jeffrey simmons jeffrey simmons placed and ranked out of all of these players 25 under 25 jeffrey simmons is ranked right there on the right side of your screen 22nd he is 25 years old so he made the cut 22nd out of the top 25 under 25 he comes in at 22 right behind Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers just above Devin White of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well as CeeDee Lamb and Jeremy Chin of the Panthers he's Right there at 22, we'll come back to this graphic to take a a full look. Justin Herbert headlines this thing. So does the quarterbacks in general. You got Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow, one, two, three. Then Nick Bosa at four and Justin Jefferson at five. But what they say about Big Jeff at 22, if you're looking for the next Aaron Donald or Fletcher Cox, this is probably your guy. So, wow, I mean, that's a big sentence to start out. Since a quiet rookie year, Simmons has emerged as the superpower anchor of Tennessee's a feisty front, never more clearly than during the Titans mauling of Joe Burrow in 2021 playoffs. He had three sacks then. He played even bigger than he is after eight-and-a-half sack breakout year and still has room to grow. So Jeffrey Simmons does get praise, but Jack What was your initial reaction when you saw, were you surprised at 22 Were you, I mean, you saw Jeffrey Simmons on the list and I do want to note that former Titan being AJ Brown came in at 12. So that probably pains some Titans fans because he is now a Philadelphia Eagle hitting home runs for celebrity softball games.
1: If you saw that (laughs) over the weekend, but Jack initial reaction to this list. So yeah, when I clicked on the list, you you know, it starts at 25 and you got to scroll all the way to one and I start scrolling and I, you know, I do a couple of big scrolls and I see Jeffrey Simmons kind of just pass by early and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. I got to scroll back up. And then I'm like 22nd in the, in the top 25 for under 25. Now keep in mind that Jeffrey Simmons is probably pretty close to, you know, top five player at his position already. Um, it, It kind of goes to show that the, the NFL, I mean, at least this list, you know, doesn't entirely put enough respect on the on the interior defensive lineman, um, because for him to be the best D, interior D lineman under twenty five and still just twenty second on this list of players, something's not adding up there, right? I mean, Jeffrey Simmons after this past season, and especially after the the playoff game against the Bengals where he had three sacks, it um, started to earn some respect around league circles. His first two years in the league were a little tricky, obviously coming off that ACL surgery, uh, his rookie season, and then you know, having a full off season, just kind of getting used to everything. In his second year, he was out there a whole lot more, but his sack numbers really weren't there. And another thing about Jeffrey Simmons is his dominance and his just you know, he just overpowers players. That's not always going to show up on the stat sheet. He can be a, an ultimate disruptor and again have guys like Harold Landry come in and have a, a an all pro caliber season. and you've got Danico Autry to his right who also produced in a big way for the Titans last year obviously Bud Dupree coming up in this season hopefully takes that next step but Jeffrey Simmons makes all of these things work so for him to pop in at 22nd I I was I think that was a little too deep down that list so it's definitely weighted you brought up I mean
0: just the top three are all quarterbacks right so it's weighted based on position that you know What Nick Bosa and Nick Bosa is high up there, but he also, you know, tore his ACL a couple of years ago. You had Jamar Chase up there. Let's pull this list up one more time. Mm -hmm. You've got Justin Herbert at the top left of your screen at number one, Lamar Jackson, two, Joe Burrow, three, Nick Bosa, four, Justin Jefferson, who has been. Huge for the Minnesota Vikings at only age 23 is number five on this list. Jamar Chase, rookie year, we know what he did. Tristan Wirfs, and he was missing from that playoff game against the Rams, which definitely hurt Tampa Bay in their loss, and the Rams went on to win the Super Bowl. Kyler Murray at eight. I felt like Kyler Murray with all of his ups and downs was too high on this list. Uh, Jair Alexander from the Packers at nine, and then Jonathan Taylor after their br- his breakout year at 10 rounding up the top 10 some some guys that catch my eye that are above Jeffrey Simmons I think Jesse Bates at 20 and DJ Moore at 18 and you could even say Fred Warner Michael Parsons is reigning rookie of the year I mean I think he earned that and then you have Chase Young Jack you wrote about this on a to z if you saw this you mentioned Chase Young and you know, his career thus far with the commandos or football (laughs) team or whatever you want to call it.
1: that's right.
0: Injury, right? Like he hasn't had as a successful season as Jeffrey Simmons had last year.
1: No, and that's the thing. I think this list also is factoring in the ceiling and the potential and where these guys were drafted at and what they're expected to be. When in reality, that shouldn't matter as much. It should be what they've done. What have you done for me lately? And Chase Young, what has he done lately? He's he's got 9 sacks through his first two seasons. And you know, I get that he was taken second overall in the 2020 draft, but it's Jeffrey Simmons' his 2021 season should have put him ahead of Chase Young at least right now. And I and I'm not saying Chase Young is is too high on this list. Chase Young deserves to be on this list no doubt about it. But Jeffrey Simmons, eight and a half sack season. Chase Young, nine games played last year before tearing his ACL. Well, so is Chase
0: Young too high? They have him at 14.
1: Chase Young belongs on this list. I'm not sure that it's at 14. But, again, tearing his ACL last year, that plays a part here. Jeffrey Simmons, I do think, should be above Chase Young because, you know, and also Jeffrey Simmons is going to be 25 before the league year starts. Chase Young's a a, a couple years younger than that. So – Chase Young, by the time he is 25, he'll probably be but that's know.
0: not what we're talking about. I know, that, I know. That, you but, cannot sit here and say ifs and buts or what if or what is it gonna get better? Because the fact of the matter is is that on this list, Josh Jacobs didn't make it, no. James Robinson of the Jags, who's had a stellar year two years ago, and you know Urban Meyer just didn't use him very well last year. Miles Sanders, Saquon Barkley, who's been injured, right? If you talk about potential of what Saquon Barkley is. And they are T Higgins who had a really good year last year. All of these guys are not on the list. Mm-hmm. They did not make the top 25 under 25. I think chase young is too high. 14. I think is ridiculous for chase young. Look, I, I saw chase young in Vegas in the draft. He was walking around Caesars. Dude is big. He's tall. He's quick. He's langy. but I don't think he deserves 14. I think that number is based. Surely on potential and what his name is off of the Ohio State University, right? And Jeffrey Simmons, what was his career going into the league? Went to Mississippi State, had, you know, had a problem with the domestic violence in high school going into his college career, righted his ways, but then tore his ACL in February before he got drafted, right? So I I think they've kind of taken. They've done the opposite. They've taken out what Jeffrey Simmons has accomplished because of maybe his priors, as I just talked about. And Chase Young, his priors have helped him climb this list. That's not how it should be.
1: No, you, you, gotta, you gotta produce on the field to to be ranked, you know, high, high upon this list. And you look at the top four or five guys. I mean, really the top ten, every single one of those guys. Has done, you know, incredible things at the NFL level. Obviously, the top three being quarterbacks is no surprise. Quarterback's the most important position in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, I found interesting at just number ten. Some people are making the case that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL. Now, I'm not exactly there yet. Obviously, King Henry has to be dethroned, and you know, you know, after going down last season, it took Taylor three plus weeks to pass Henry's rushing total. So I don't know that he's exactly there yet. But if he's not. If he's not one, he's probably two. He's got to be number two. So for him to fall at 10 is interesting. Look at the three defensive linemen ahead of Big Jeff. You got Brian Burns from Carolina. He's an edge. He's got more sacks in three years than Jeffrey Simmons does. But also, he is an edge player. He's got more opportunities. He didn't come in the NFL in his rookie season with a torn ACL. Now, I don't want to make excuses for Big Jeff, but just by watching him last season, you have to imagine that Big Jeff is going to be you know he's he's he could be taking the torch once Aaron Aaron Donald hangs it up. Now Aaron Donald's currently in a contract dispute, but and I don't think he'll retire this off season, even though he's been threatening it. But once Aaron Donald goes, who takes that next step? I think it's got to be Big Jeff. He's he showed enough last year. He's entering his prime. There's a whole lot to like in number at number 22. You've also got we mentioned Chase Young ahead of him. Nick Bosa, I have no issue with. Nick Bosa is a great player. He's he's one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. But again, I don't know why Brian Burns is in front of him. I think it's this list in the writer of this list putting more respect on edge rushers because they put, they they do they they get to the quarterback. Big Jeff is is stopping is clogging run gaps. He he's got he had twelve tackles for a loss last season on top of the eight and a half sacks. I mean, it's hard to get double digit sack totals as an interior D lineman. That's one hundred percent the expectation for Jeffrey Simmons this year.
0: Here's the difference. No- and just like we can't compare other colleges to Alabama or other NFL franchises to the dynasty of the new England Patriots with Tom Brady, you can't compare anybody to Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald over the last five years, this is his sack numbers, which is ridiculous. 11, 20 and a half, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, 12 and a half. And, and I'm talking about tackle for loss. The lowest, season that Aaron Donald has had tackle for loss was 15 and that was in a year he had 11 sacks
1: yeah and I'm not comparing Jeffrey Simmons to Aaron Donald I'm saying when Aaron Donald steps down it's pretty likely that Jeffrey Simmons will assume the number one interior D lineman uh, you you know role in the NFL so
0: let's get I I don't think that's far-fetched let's get to this let's ask let's get the comment section involved and let's ask the question Jeffrey Simmons, as you can see right here, they mentioned Aaron Donald, they mentioned Fletcher Cox. He's 22 on this list, right behind Brian Burns, right above Devin White. And we talked a little bit about this list. So our question that we're going to ask you guys, is Big Jeff overrated, underrated, or properly rated on this list? Go into the chat Answer the question, overrated, underrated, or properly rated. We'll get to your comments. But first, do you want to tell you guys about a great sponsor of ours that is Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you need to go to get your health coverage. It has helped me since I switched to the beginning of the year. Better coverage, better rates, better service. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. When I switched, I saved 20% each month, 20%. That is big money each month going back into my pocket because I don't have another person's coverage. I've got Farm Bureau Health Plans. All you have to do is go online, fbhp.com slash A to Z. You can get your coverage today. That's Farm Bureau
1: Health Plans. BetMGM, it's the king of sports books. This week, we've got a new offer for you guys. You you see the promo code on your screen, A to Z Sports. We're not using that right now. We're going to use BetMGM promo code ATOZ200. A to Z 200, put a $10 money line wager on any MLB team in action tonight, and you'll win $200 when either team hits a home run. Guys, we're in the era of the MLB where it's walk, strikeout, or homer. There's going to be a homer hit in just about every single MLB game. It's a free $200, so make sure you use that promo code. A to Z 200, put a $10 money line wager on any MLB team in action tonight, and when one home run is hit in that game, your $10 turns into $200. How could you not love that offer? You're stealing money. They're handing you a free $200. Don't forget that promo code ATOZ200.
0: All right, let's head to the comment section. Big Jeff, overrated, underrated, or properly rated? We put up that list. He's 22nd overall. He is behind Chase Young. He's behind Brian Burns. He's behind uh, a handful of people and players that are under the age of 25. Let's go to the chat underrated from Titan up underrated levante says underrated nate john says underrated underrated from apollo grossly underrated Ooh. so a string i mean i don't think that we have got properly rated let's just go through jacob darius scott stephen king the author of uh many leather bound books guy says underrated uh uh let's see roy says underrated marquis says underrated uh, Darpy T says underrated sin City tices, obviously under, highly under, under from Xavier, under from Omar. I mean, I thought, I understand we have a lot of Titans fans that watch this show, but I did not think that this is full sweep. I mean, even Jeff Rubel, Big Ten Jeff, who's a, a Colts guy. I mean, a Colts fan. On the underrated, should be up near Parsons, not ahead of him. Underrated from uh, Danny. Louis says underrated. Underrated. Uh, underrated from Jason. Underrated. Underrated from Ricochet Ray. I mean, I we haven't gotten a
1: nobody. Ricochet Ray. That's and it. nobody's
0: even trying to be cute just to say it. Like usually, sometimes you know somebody will be like, okay, I, I want to stand out. I want my comment to be read, so I'm going to say overrated <laughs> or properly read. We haven't even had that. <laughs> it's so unanimous. Do
1: you, do you agree with the chat? It can't be overrated. Twenty-two for Jeffrey Simmons. One of, the, or uh, I mean, if if you're going off this list, the best interior defensive lineman under the age of twenty-five. Why is he twenty-two? It's certainly not overrated. So properly rated and underrated are your only two. I think a lot of people would agree that, and the chat obviously does that. He's not properly rated here. He he shouldn't be the fourth defensive lineman on this list. I think he should be ahead of Brian Burns. I think he should be ahead of Chase Young. Nick Bosa being ahead of Jeffrey Simmons, that's fine. But a lot of this list, you know, you're, you're seeing your middle linebackers, your edge rushers, I, th- I think partly because he is a, de- a defensive tackle not and not an edge rusher plays into this. I saw a couple comments that saying because he's on the Titans, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. I think that's fine as well. But what I really think is also impacting this is the guys around Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons isn't the, the leading, you know, leading sack getter on the Titans. He's not leading the Titans in sacks. He's not leading them in TFLs. That's Harold Landry, but he makes that job for Harold Landry ten times easier than it would be without Jeffrey Simmons in the middle of that defensive line. So, because there are guys along the Titans' defensive line that are also putting up big numbers, maybe he gets kind of washed away and buried underneath that first layer of Harold Landry, Kevin Byard, All-Pro. You know, and then you talk about Jeffrey Simmons. But that's not that's going to change here soon, and it probably will be this year. So we start to see that Jeffrey Simmons is getting some respect this offseason. But once he puts together a second season, a second productive season, maybe he gets to that double-digit sack total. That's when the league will wake up and realize that Jeffrey Simmons isn't just the fourth-best defensive lineman under the age of 25 in the NFL, but he's got a case to being the best defensive lineman under the age of 25. Nick Bosa, he's got health issues. He has trouble staying on the field. So if Big Jeff can put together you know, a 10-11 sack season, playing 17 games, Uh, you know, part of the second ranked Titans rush defense in 2021, he's got to earn some more respect. So he's certainly underrated in my book.
0: So I think the chat got it right. You got it right. I think the answer is underrated. Now it's how underrated. I thought the worst rated player on this list was Kyler Murray at eight. I think that's ridiculous for what Kyler Murray. I understand he should be on this list, but I thought they gave him a little too much credit just for him being a quarterback. I actually agree with Big Ten Jeff. I think that Jeffrey Simmons needs to be closer to Micah Parsons. He needs to be 17 or 18. I don't think he probably needs to be above Micah Parsons because clear-cut, 100% rookie of the year defensively. And you can make I, a case that Micah Parsons may be underrated here. Oh uh, Yeah, so, I mean, right? Chase Young is unique. I mean, Roquan Smith and A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. I thought, you you know, if if... A.J. Brown was still on the Titans. We'd be having a debate, D.K. Metcalf versus Mm A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown probably should be over D.K. Metcalf in that sense. And we don't know what D.K. Metcalf, Both both of those players will have new quarterbacks throwing to them this year, right? So that will, I think, change the landscape of what they do for the foreseeable future. I think the correct answer is underrated. Jeffrey Simmons this is a prototypical list that you they he got noticed okay this is what i want to say jack where do you think jeffrey simmons would be if he didn't have the three sat game in the
1: playoffs are you saying that he may, might not even be on this list i think he i
0: think he'd be 25 or off i think he'd be a lot lower wow. because you know let's just go to the author if if cody benjamin doesn't see Jeffrey Simmons play in that playoff game. I don't think Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports watches all the Titans games. I don't want to speak for Cody Benjamin, but I would bet my bottom dollar that he doesn't watch all of the games. Now, it is his job. I, I don't know if he's a red zone guy or if he has NFL Sunday ticket, but I sure as hell know he hadn't watched all of Jeffrey Simmons' snaps. I do know that Cody Benjamin, as a CBS NFL writer, Watched the divisional round of the playoffs mm-hmm. between the Bengals and the Titans. That's what I'm saying is this is a travesty that if Jeffrey Simmons didn't have the game that he had, I don't think he's 22, which is ridiculous.
1: It's a good point that you bring up. I mean, seriously, because how many people are tuning in to all 17 Titans games during the regular season outside of the Nashville market? Not many. And You know, for being one of the better teams in the NFL, always competitive under Rabel, uh, over 500 for the last handful of seasons, uh, division champs last year, they should get more attention nationally, but they don't because of the way that they play. It's, it's a grinded out style on offense and the defense does their job. Now, it's not sexy. The defense isn't, you know, the legion of boom, but they've got a solid secondary on the back end, an excellent pass rush. And because they do it with so many different options, like I said earlier, I think Jeffrey Simmons kind of gets lost in the wash sometimes. Uh, after after the playoff game, I think people are going to start circling Jeffrey Simmons, right? When you talk about the Titans' defense, which second-and-run defense last year, just by a handful of yards, too, they really were pretty close to uh, taking that crown. I think the Ravens finished ahead of them just by a handful of yards. But Jeffrey Simmons is the catalyst for, for that defense up front. Sure, Harold Landry is going to win a lot of battles on the edge. Maybe he puts up another double-digit sack season. You know, he's got a bright future as well. But Jeffrey Simmons and the attention that he commands on the interior with Danico Autry. I mean, that's as good of an interior defensive line pair as you're gonna find in the NFL. Mainly because Jeffrey Simmons is one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. I don't care how old he is. It, under 25, that doesn't matter. He's top five at his position. Well, so NFL. let's
0: let's talk about that 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 right there because Danny says, Where do you guys rank Big Jeff against strictly interior? Defensive alignment. So you have to look at who is the competition. Aaron Donald is one, so we can move on, right? I mean, there nobody nobody is going to surpass Aaron Donald. You've got Chris Jones yeah. from the Chiefs. You've got Cam Hayward from the Steelers. You've got DeForest Buckner from the Annapolis Colts. Flesher Cox, Vita Vea of the Bucks. Those are kind of, I think, John Murray Allen Rat.
1: is another one from the commanders, but I, I don't know. Yeah, Jonathan I, Allen, John I would, I would sure. I think one and two is pretty clear, right? Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, um, Cameron Hayward's kind of older. I mean, he's, he's got to be close to 35 by now. Jeffrey Simmons is on the right side of, of 30. I, I, I think Jeffrey Simmons and DeForest Buckner are, are, are pretty close. Would Would you agree with that? That, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, maybe five Buckner, four or Buckner, four uh, or, or Jeffrey Simmons, four Buckner, five. I think he's him and DeForest Buckner could go either way. But uh, I, I do think the top two are clearly Aaron Donald and Chris Jones right now. I think you
0: have. Uh, here's the difference. Jeffrey Simmons is like trending up at 25. He's going to be you think barring injury. He's going to be stellar at 26, 27, mm-hmm. 28 and 29 years old, right? He's gonna That's going to be bank
1: next year. There's no doubt about that.
0: DeForest Buckner right now is 28 years old. So he's like right in his prime, the thick of it. That's why I mean, it yielded I mean, they traded, he was a top 3 pick <laughs> to San Francisco, then traded away to Indianapolis. And he's DeForest Buckner has been a bad man in Indy. We've we have seen that. I think interior lineman overall, Jeffrey Simmons is probably, in my book, probably five. I think he gets to four or three with a really good year this year. Because look, he's coming off an ACL. He didn't play until the Chargers game his rookie year, right? And so you kind of give him that grace. But after that and where he is going and what he has done lately, I think that's where I have him as interior lineman. I think he's a top five interior lineman in this league. I think after this year, he can get up into the four or three. I think that's where
1: I move him with a, with another good year under his belt. It's a contract year for Jeffrey Simmons, too. So the motivation is going to be 100% there, as long as he can stay healthy. Well, Shannon asked a good question. What do you think his contract will be? Uh, I mean, I wrote, I wrote a story on A to Z. You guys can go check out the three best contracts on the Titans defense. Big Jeff is clearly one of them because whenever you can have him on your roster for anywhere under $20 it's a good deal. (laughs) I mean, for what you're paying around the NFL for pass rushers, Jeffrey Simmons on the deal he's on now, obviously it's his rookie deal. That's fantastic. That's as good as it gets in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, I'm like you. In a contract year, if he has 10, 11, 12 sacks, he's going to be top three at his position, no doubt. Nobody can argue about that. Chris Jones did take a step back last year, had some off-the-field drama as well. So maybe that played into it. Aaron Donald's your clear-cut number one for as long as he wants to be, right? You're not going to get to number one with Aaron Donald in the league. Probably the best interior defensive lineman the NFL's ever seen. So you've got Aaron Donald at one, two, three, four, and five. That could shake up. I mean, each year those guys could drop, you know, rise. So anywhere from two to five is where I see Jeffrey Simmons for the next handful of seasons. If you look at money, and the
0: Titans said, I mean, actions speak louder than words. The Titans told us that they value Jeffrey Simmons over A.J. Brown because Jeffrey Simmons is going to get right around $20 million a year. Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald right now makes 22 and a half. Leonard Williams and DeForest Buckner make 21. Chris Jones makes 20. Jonathan Allen makes 18. Vita Vea makes 17 and a
1: half. So that's that's where we are. Aaron Donald at 22, he wants more. He's he's threatening retirement right now because he knows and the Rams know they should know at least that he's worth more than 22 million a year.
0: Yeah, and well, and Nate John, you get the love of the show because you know it, Aaron
1: Donald is the alien in this group. Uh
0: he is otherworldly, he doesn't make sense. He does deserve more than 22 and a half million. He probably deserves 25, but that's not where the market is right now. So I say Jeffrey Simmons is going to get twenty or twenty-one million dollars a year, but the Titans obviously are going to value Jeffrey Simmons over AJ Brown, which is wild. But that's what they said. That's what they told us.
1: Yeah, you're right. They they are telling us that they're willing to back up the Brinks truck to keep Jeffrey Simmons in town because you know what AJ Brown's gone. They don't have to worry about that contract paying him twenty-five million a year. Uh, so, so Jeffrey Simmons is going to be the guy, and Christian Fulton is going to come up soon. You got Amani Hooker. You're going to make a decision on. I mean, there's a lot of young talent on this Titans roster that you're going to have to pay. But Jeffrey Simmons is absolutely at the top of the list.
0: Look, we call out good comments when they're in the chat. I also call out asinine, stupid comments when they're in the chat, and we have one on our hands. We do, and that goes to Mark Jones in all caps. <laughs> I don't know if he's just looking for attention. But he says Aaron Donald is overrated. Mark, you're an idiot. I don't know what else to tell you, but go take a nap. It's 844. If you just woke up, I don't know what you, maybe you work at the graveyard shift. And Mark watches the shows pretty consistently. This is asinine. This is stupid. Go look at his statistics and what he has done in the interior. He is the best defensive player in the league. I'm not talking about interior defensive lineman. I'm talking about defensive player. He's the best. When the Super Bowl was on the line, who made the play, Jack? Big AD dominated
1: yeah. Quentin Spain. Yeah, he, he wasn't overrated. That is ridiculous to say that Aaron Donald is anything short of probably the best defensive tackle we've ever seen. I think you're underrating the man. That's how bad.
0: Go lay back down, Mark. Go lay back down. Um. <laughs> All right, let's shift this conversation. I think we, we agree oh, Aaron Donald is not overrated, but Jeffrey Simmons needs to be higher up on this list. Uh, I think everybody in this conversation agrees with that.
1: Roquan Smith at 13 is, is a head scratcher for me as well. We're talking about defensive guys, and there are a lot of defensive guys on this list. Uh, I don't think that you know Cody Benjamin, the writer of it, is um, you know not showing enough love to the defense, but... but just based on how many dudes there are, but they are kind of lower on this list than I probably would have them. So there is an emphasis on offense. That's no surprise. I mean, it's the off season. People want clicks. They're going to put the big names at the top. And uh, that's that's what's worked here. Now we're talking about it on the morning show.
0: Well, let's talk about Kenny Stills because Kenny still isn't on a team right now. And he slid into the comment section of Ryan Tannehill. We will show you that IG comment. And we will talk about thumbs up or thumbs down to Kenny Stills. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Visit the Bone and Joint Institute. State-of-the-art facility right there in Franklin. They are friends of the show. They are a great presenting sponsor here on A to Z Sports. We do doc talks with their doctors. They have specialists. I, I have had one of their specialists operate on my shoulder. So I know they're good. I'm, my torn labrum is, is ratcheted down and it is healed because of Dr. Thomas. So I appreciate you, Dr. Thomas. You can appreciate Dr. Thomas or any of the other doctors. At the Bone and Joint Institute, visit their state-of-the-art facility in Franklin or their satellite locations all across Middle Tennessee.
1: At MGM, the king of sportsbook. We, we've, we've got an interesting offer for you guys tonight. Baseball fans, I know there's some of you in the chat. By the way, hasn't this college baseball regional been absolutely electric? I mean, teams coming down from 12 runs. Tennessee, obviously, with a, a crazy ninth inning last night. Vandy put, took a couple wins home yesterday. But this this offer is strictly for the MLB. So if any of you guys are MLB fans, if you want to bet on MLB, this is what you got to do. Use code A to z 200 put a $10 money line wager on any MLB team in action tonight, $10 on any team in the MLB that turns into $200 when one home run is hit in that game. Just one single home run turns $10 into $200 with code a to Z 200. Right there. A to Z 200. Let's talk about Kenny stills.
0: So Ryan Tannehill played with Kenny stills knows Kenny stills. Uh, This is what was said. Back to business from Ryan Tannehill, and then Kenny Stills. When is Bring Your Friend to Work Day? (laughs) When is Bring Your Friend to Work Day? Uh, You got it. You can't just bring friends to work; they have to sign under contract to work at this particular job. But thirsty, right there, Kenny Stills. Bring your friend to work day to Ryan Tannehill. What'd you think about that, Jack?
1: I thought it was funny. Uh, Kenny Stills, he's had a tough go lately in the NFL and he's only 30 years old. Him and Tannehill worked well in Miami. Um, But yeah, bring your friend to work day. You got to get your boss's clearance in the NFL, right? (laughs) The boss has to literally sign on the dotted line for Kenny Stills to be coming to any Titans um, work events such as practice, training camp, all of that stuff. So I, I thought it was funny. Um, when you start looking at the free agent market wide receiver, I thought it was interesting. Um, I'll tell you exactly what I think about it. as we pose after we pose the question, but it's certainly interesting. I mean, there's chemistry there. There's a rapport there and on an offense where tight or when Ryan Tannehill doesn't have a ton of chemistry with the dudes that he's going to be throwing to this year, it might just make sense. I don't know. So Kenny stills, let's look at the numbers. Kenny stills best year.
0: His two best years, let's just say, when he was playing for the Dolphins when he was 24 and 25 years old, 2016-2017, he had 726 yards and nine touchdowns in 2016. Then in 2017, he had 847 yards and six touchdowns. And then after that, had two 500-plus-yard seasons in 2018 and 2019, and then kind of dropped off. Went to Houston, then went to New Orleans, played with the Saints last year in 13 games. Only had 68 yards receiving last year. He's 29 years old. So I wanted to go through that before we pose the question. And that question is, thumbs up or thumbs down to Kenny Stills as a veteran receiver the Titans may have interest in signing when is bring your friend to work day kenny asks. ryan didn't respond so uh i don't know if you can look into the no response but thumbs up or thumbs down kenny stills in the comment section i would love to see it jack let's start with you though are you thumbs
1: up or are you thumbs down i'm thumbs up I'm, i'm i'm into it i'm into it look Kenny Stills is dirt cheap. John Robinson can dig through his couch and find enough money to pay Kenny Stills this year. Like you mentioned, just had six catches last year and 11 the year before. So you're not paying hardly anything for Kenny Stills. And I'll tell you what, it can't go much worse than the Josh Reynolds experience went last year. Right. And doesn't it feel like the Titans receiving core is just one dude short. I mean, sure. They've got, they've got Robert Woods. They've got Traylon Burks. They've got Kyle Phillips in the slot. You've got N.W.I. behind them, and then you got Dez Fitzpatrick, Racy McMath. You got to evaluate those two guys. Those two guys have to take a massive leap this year if you're going to stick with that core as your receivers. I think they could benefit from a from a veteran dude, kind of like a, a Chester Rogers at times last year. I know there was some good and some bad, but Kenny Still's at the age of 30. He's not too old. This isn't the Randy Moss signing. This you know this isn't Andre Johnson coming to Tennessee. He's still thirty years old. He's been banged up in the past.
0: <laughs> Andre judge going to quit in the middle of the year?
1: Yeah, right. So, so he's not he's not you know that old, but he is thirty. He's got some he's got some experience. I, I don't see what the problem is. Why not? I mean, Kenny Stills is not going to be the worst receiver in that room. If he doesn't make the team, he doesn't make the team. You, you're you're not really costing yourself much. He's dirt cheap. Why not do it? He's got ex- he's got experience with Tannehill. That's rare on this offense. I think in W I. Is, is has caught the most balls from Ryan Tannehill, and I think he's only caught about thirty-eight or forty of them. So Kenny still helps in that aspect. Uh I, I, I think it's a good move. I, I think it makes sense. There's it's a low-risk, high-reward move. If he doesn't work, he doesn't work. Who cares? Part ways with him in the middle of the season. Eat a eat a million dollars or whatever the vet men is. I it makes sense to me. So I'm thumbs up.
0: So I'm going to ask you a question after I give my answer of who you would rather have, because I think I think this could be interesting. This is a little appetizer for would you rather? No, would you rather is going to be a tougher question. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather is going to be a tough one. I'm just going to tell you. It, this is not going to be fun or easy, the would you rather. But let's go with this. Thumbs up or thumb down. Let's go to the chat. Uh, Titans Rossi says thumbs up. Drake says thumbs up. Jay says thumbs up. Andrew says thumbs up. Chad says thumbs up. Brent is our first thumbs down. Jared is our second thumbs down. But thumbs up coming in from Keelan, Danny, and Stephen King, and mentioned can't be worse than Reynolds, as you you mentioned. Yeah. Uh John Nate John says
1: 68 yards. That was don't Kenny be able total Last year, you yeah. don't want to be a prisoner of the moment just because he doesn't succeed in one place. Change of scenery in sports in general can well, be so who who, who, were, who, were,
0: who was the Saints quarterback last year towards the end of the
1: year? Jameis Winston got hurt. Yeah. Uh, who came in? Was it was it Simeon? Was Simeon throw Trevor the ball? Simeon yeah. and um Taysom Hill, whenever Taysom
0: Hill, right? So
1: like it. <laughs>
0: you know, 68 yards, probably not all his fault. Guy says, thumbs up. Sean Gill says, thumbs up. Trying out, thumbs up. Max, Ronald, Titans, Kyle says he'd be cheap. Omar, thumbs down. Johnny, thumbs up. Xavier, thumbs up. Jonathan, thumbs up. Uh, Danny just says he's undecided. Teddy Wap and Derek, both thumbs up. So most of the chat is saying thumbs up. So last year, the Saints signed him for a one-year One million dollar deal. It's a million bucks. You just got nine and a half back from the Julio Jones release. My question that I previewed was
1: Will Fuller or Kenny Stills. Who that's a tough question. I I think I, I gotta go Will Fuller over Kenny Stills. If you give me the option between the two. I think there's a lot left, a lot more I, left in Will Fuller's tank. But uh, Wolf, Will Fuller can't stay healthy. I understand, but Kenny Stills hasn't exactly knocked it out of the park the last couple of years, anyways. And Will Fuller was suspended, so
0: I, I'm I am Kenny Stills all the way compared to Will Fuller. I am for one million dollars on a one year veteran minimum. I'm thumbs up. I. I, I think it's okay because if you look at the other wide receivers available, you're not going to get Odell Beckham Jr. Julio Jones is not coming back. Jarvis Landry has already signed. Uh, I, I looked at Keenan, Keelan Cole, but he signed with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Adam Humphreys ain't walking back through that door. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked at, and, and, and these guys are probably a little bit more, Expensive, but Cole Beasley, you know, he still has not signed with somebody. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, I don't believe that he has signed with anybody yet. So he's a free agent. These are just veteran guys. These are guys that are, but, but Emmanuel Sanders and, and. um uh, Emmanuel
1: Sanders is close to collecting social security. He's getting up.
0: <laughs> well, well. Emmanuel Sanders, what I was going to say, is Cole Beasley and Will Fuller are more expensive than Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills cheap. That's what it is. Kenny Stills cheap. A veteran minimum for a million bucks, you come in here with a young wide receiver core. Robert Woods is obviously the veteran of the group, but you've got NWI who has some experience but is is what he is you got Traylon burks with all the pressure in the world as a rookie and then there's a drop off after that you know so i say I'm, i'm thumbs up on this i'm actually surprised myself saying thumbs up i wouldn't mind cole beasley though i and i agree with drake i think cole beasley is the best option
1: here's my question for you and xavier i like where your head's at Kyle Phillips is the Titans' Cole Beasley. We haven't seen him play yet, but from everything we've seen at the practice field, he looks pretty good, right? So the Titans are going to have to evaluate the entire free agent That's pool. Fair. They're going to bring one in. And, and would they rather have Kyle Phillips instead of this guy? Would they rather have Phillips instead of Stills? Would they rather have Phillips instead of Beasley? But you've got to do some kind of head-to-head evaluation.
0: Well, based on but- them drafting... Kyle Phillips the answer is no so okay I, I think the chat has just changed my mind on that I am out on Cole Beasley but Kenny Stills does something different right he is a deep
1: threat he's six one. you you're not compromising with height I think that's a big thing that the Titans look to do they know Tannehill likes those big receivers Stills at six one is not you know huge but being over six foot at the wide receiver position that's big for Tannehill Kyle Phillips is like 5'11 he's gonna be probably the shortest guy that they use frequently. Um, you would at least hope so if, if injuries kind of stay out of the way. But behind him at the slot, I know you can move Burks and Woods in and out of the slot. and NWI can play all over the place as well. But behind Phillips, who do you got? I, you got Mason Kinsey. And I, I love Mason Kinsey. He's been on the Titan Up podcast. He's a good dude. He's a nice guy. I don't know that he's going to be sticking around for a whole lot longer. I, I think the Titans kind of know where his – his trajectory is it. Kenny Stills comes in. I think you immediately have an upgrade over him. You've got a guy who can make the roster, who can contribute. If a guy goes down, there's no wrong. If you're thumbs down, I'm really curious as to why, because it's not like the Titans are, are, are you know, boxing themselves in a corner with the cap situation. He's just, he's a veteran minimum contract. If he doesn't work, he doesn't work. It's not going to, you know, hamstring you for the rest of this season. If you need to go find another guy in free agency or, Uh, you know, pick up a guy like Zach Cunningham off waivers if a team parks with him. So that's not going to really keep you from doing anything with your money. Maybe he is, you know, on the wrong half of his career, but the numbers in Miami with, with Tannehill, Jarvis Landry, you remember the Jarvis Landry talk? Should the Titans sign Jarvis Landry, Tannehill and Landry didn't have a great relationship, but they got a lot of stuff done in Miami together. You look at Kenny Stills' numbers and every catch he makes, it feels like it's a big one. Up until last season, the, the, the isn't the that least... Traylon Burks's job? Yeah, well, it is. You're not signing Kenny Stills to do Traylon Burks's job. Traylon Burks is going to be Traylon Burks. Kenny Stills is a supplementary, you know, is, is a complimentary guy you can throw out there. But up until last season, Kenny Stills' yards per catch, the lowest it ever got was 13 yards per reception. So he's making big catches, big plays, and, and he can find himself in space. Tannehill, Tannehill loves that. He loves to throw guys, you know, whether it's crossing routes or, or, or routes, you know, further down the field. He likes to let the receivers do their work after the catch, and he sets them up to do that. I think Kenny Stills kind of fits that guy, you know, fits that mold for what what what's worked for Tannehill in years past, and obviously they've got some tape to prove it. Uh, so Kenny Stills, I, I, if you're saying no, I just want to know why because it's so low risk and and yeah, you know, it's a million bucks. It, it, that's all it is, and, and he, I think he's a better. I think he's a better option than Racy McMath. I think he's a better option than Kinsey. He may be a better option than Des Fitzpatrick if. If Fitzpatrick hasn't taken a jump this off season. So what do you have to lose? Not a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I'm thumbs up. Uh, I think it makes sense. And if it works out and he has, I mean, he'll probably have more than 68 yards receiving if he played all year, right? So you're going to get more out of him than maybe the Saints did because you have a better quarterback than the Saints do. And, you know, if he can give you 300 yards receiving, 400 yards receiving, that's a good deal for a million bucks in a veteran guy. And a couple of touchdowns on big plays, that's worth it. So uh I think the majority of the chat and you and I, we're thumbs up. We'll see if Kenny Stills continues to to try to get his friend to bring him to work. I don't know if it'll happen. We'll find out. Uh, I know one thing's gonna happen. We got a tough question on the horizon for everybody. It is a hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. Uh, but we're we're getting we're diving personal. This is not grizzly belt bear versus silverback gorilla. We've already done that. This is,